It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked on Rays podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked on Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. Well, Ulysses, it is a Monday, which, at least for the last little bit, we've been changing things up a little bit with uh, Mailbag Monday action. And we thought uh, before the season we'd continue. That segment today, we've got a lot to discuss. But first, uh, we always get quite great questions from uh, Darren Hybert, and we have another one here uh, that we'll bring up and get right into it. Uh, he says, I have a trade idea based on the fact that it seems the Twins are trading for players and then flipping them. We need more offensive production from first base and some right-handed pop in the lineup Trade for Gary Sanchez. He's proven to be a subpar catcher on a good day. And I think his defensive woes, along with the New York City pressure, got in his head. Put him at first base in a low-pressure environment. And let's start watching some 450-foot dingers start sailing over the left field wall in Tropicana Field. Trade some prospect I've never heard of, and let's get it done before his value goes back up in Minnesota. You heard it here first. Thanks for the show. Uh, well, thank you, Darren, for for being a loyal listener and for always giving us really good content and questions and and suggestions. Uh, first of all, great thinking outside the box. This is a a, a good um, commendable question because outside the box, I would have never in a million years come up with this on my own. I just, yeah. you know, completely disinterested to be quite, quite, quite frank. Um, so good on you for thinking outside the box, Darren. Uh, I, like I just said, I'm, I'm disinterested. Let's start with that. I, you I, don't want Gary Sanchez in a raised uniform. What? I you don't want him in a raised uniform. I do not want Gary Sanchez in a raised uniform, but he didn't impress you enough when he was in a Yankees uniform. Let's let's red team this though. Okay. okay. Let's 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 uh, get in the heads of why this would be a good idea. Number one, when you are averaging as a catcher and all that it takes, uh, that toll on your knees and yes. your body and all that uh, mental capacity, and you're still putting up on average twenty three home runs mm-hmm. every season. Okay, that's impressive. That's impressive. That's, that's really good. So if you're putting somebody not in that position, you could expect that number to go higher, right? Right. So what? You're now talking a, 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 a power hitter that gives you, what, 27 to 30 bombs? That's attractive. That's attractive. Another thing, which is, like Darren said, the high-pressure uh, environment. I think... It would be foolish for any baseball fan to think that Gary Sanchez 
would be as wide known as a name and as controversial as a player if he hadn't been wearing yeah. pinstripes since the beginning. So if he had been in Minnesota since 2016, 17, whenever he made his debut and, and now had gotten traded to the Yank uh, to the Yankees, people were like, Oh, who is this Gary Sanchez? Even though he had put up the same amount of, uh, of, of pop in the, with, with the bat and, and honestly below average defense. Right. It's New York that makes this big ass spotlight on yeah. Gary Sanchez. I'm red teaming this, and, and I think that's a fair argument. So you believe that he's an overrated ball player? I think he not only is not over, I think I think his, his name recognition brings more than he provides as a ball player. I, yeah, I think so. I think his name is way too well known. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, and that's not only because of his positive, I'm not saying like it's oh, what he did half a dozen years ago. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that his positives are known because he's a Yankee and his negatives are extra known right. because he's a Yankee. Everything that is Gary Sanchez is known because he was a Yankee. I'm telling you, if he was a Minnesota twins for uh, a Minnesota twin from 2016 until today, not a lot of baseball fans yeah. would know him as much as they know him because he's a Yankee. Could you imagine if he was in a Royals uniform? Or My goodness, uniform. it, it yeah. would be completely different. People wouldn't know about his deficiencies, the, uh, the, the deficiencies defensively. Yeah. Say that five times fast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll uh, give you my take on this, but first we've got to tell you about bet online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sport betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championships odds, podcast, and reviews for all the different leagues this season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. So head over to their website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. So really good points there, Ulysses. Uh, let me just say this about Gary Sanchez and the Twins. Uh, the Twins traded for him less than a month ago, correct? So yeah. would they really flip him? No. I know this is a completely hypothetical right. trade, which I understand. And yeah. they also gave up Josh Donaldson to acquire uh, Gary Correa. Sanchez among yeah among other players. So, uh, yeah, that's not happening from that perspective. I do agree with you on being outside of the New York market should really help most any player with the uh, the pressure and the stress and all the attention goes off of you a little bit, and that makes things a little bit easier to perform. Uh, now, what Darren mentioned in his email is, hey, let's just stick Gary Sanchez at first. Is there a guarantee that Gary Sanchez would be able to handle first. I don't know if that's a given. Uh, I can tell you he has worn a first baseman mitt, but can you guess for how many innings, Kevin, in his uh, big league career? Probably a half dozen. Even less, three innings. Okay. And that came in 2017. Yeah. So, Darren, I like, again, I like the going outside the box for something. And, and that's exactly what we need to do as fans and, and, and try to yeah. you know pinpoint little things. But – Again, three innings at first base. I would honestly, uh, I'm still on Team yeah. Ulysses and Team Kevin. 
either put Brandon Lau at first or put Austin yeah. Meadows at first to keep those two bats that you already know how they're going to produce. Well, I think we're also going to see some Harold Ramirez at first base. And I that's think the thing. So too. I wouldn't be surprised if you give Harold Ramirez as many at bats as Gary Sanchez. I would venture to say that Harold Ramirez would probably put up relatively similar numbers or at least give you somewhat similar production for uh, one tenth of the cost, one twelfth, one fifteenth of the cost. Let's also remember this: Gary Sanchez is making seven and a half mil this year. Yeah, and Ramirez it, is making what seven hundred k, and yeah, he blasted just, one the other day too. I mean, just, I Ramirez know it's spring did? training, no, yeah, but yeah. Harold Ramirez and just just a blast. It was it was a nice, pretty swing. No, he hits the ball extremely, extremely hard. It's just about lifting it up yeah. a little bit more. I just think that the Rays are so much better off with all right. We'll roll the dice with Ramirez, Yandy Diaz, and G-Man Platoon at first base rather than trying to go out and acquire Gary Sanchez. And I don't think, again, like you mentioned, there is this aura and this name recognition about Gary Sanchez. Let's also remember again, several several years ago. He was, I mean, the first catcher to get to the, the fastest catcher to get to 100 home runs, two time yeah. all star, silver slugger. That is in his past. That is in his background. Yeah. That does bring up his cachet a little bit. So, this idea that you can give up, you know, Cal Stevenson to get Gary Sanchez isn't going to happen. I would mm. think it would, ha- it, would, it would take a somewhat recognizable prospect, which then Rays fans would come back and say, oh, why are you giving up so and so to get? Gary Sanchez. And that's the other thing too about Gary Sanchez. It's yeah. like um I feel like the Rays are going in a direction where they're trying to get more athletic yes. and you're not doing that by utilizing or getting Gary Sanchez who and Look, again, Mike Zunino is is no fleet of foot here. I know, but you don't want more than one. You don't want multiple Mike Zaninos. They, yes, running exactly. the bases. And it's not going to be a one for one because obviously you won Zanino because of the defense. And, yeah. and if you're sticking him at first and somebody else has got to go and who is going to be slower than Gary Sanchez, if it's not Zanino, I don't think so. Yeah. So I, I, and I, he's got a reputation. I now maybe it's changed, but he's got a reputation as, Hey, just throw him a slider. He's going to swing and miss. He won't hustle down the line. There's things with Gary Sanchez that makes it that to me says, this is not a race player. This is not a, this is not a player that the Rays would ever consider or go after in a million years, just from that perspective. And uh, again, I looked up the numbers uh, over the last four seasons of the 191 major league hitters who have collected 1,200 plate appearances. Gary Sanchez's 201 batting average ranks dead last and his 299 on base percentage ranks 181st. And it's not like he's some... Oh, lefty masher. Like he's good right. against lefties, but it's not like he's a nine fifty thousand OPS guy against lefties. It just, I just don't see where he would fit into the equation. Yeah. At all and, with the and, and, and again, we, again, it's fun to talk about, but talk I, about. I'd rather roll the dice with Harold Ramirez yes. and the other cast of characters rather than go after and try to acquire Gary Sanchez. I would be curious to see what it would take to get him, but I think the asking price would be so much more, than what the numbers on the back of the baseball card Bro, say. It took Lucius Fox to get Brett Phillips. And again, yeah. we love Brett Phillips. That it took Lucius Fox. What do you think is going to take Gary Sanchez? More Top than Lucius Fox. prospect, probably. More than Lucius Fox. Yeah. And At Lucius time, Fox like, was Lucius a Fox top... Was- Exactly. Wasn't he a top five, top 10, top yeah, 15 I think prospect? He was top, definitely top 20. So, I mean, if you get a Brett, Brett Phillips in today's, yeah. in this economy? In this economy, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, yeah, no. 
And again, thank you for, for thinking outside the box, uh, Darren. Yeah. Like that's, that's exactly what oh. we wanted. We want more of those hypotheticals. Yeah. We also do want to mention this. He did throw out again. I'm not trying to hammer on Darren at all. It's just, I no. just don't think uh, Gary Sanchez is a, is a race player. Um, he also asked, uh, what we think, uh, the Rays will get from Yanni Torinos this year. Ooh, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. I believe we should see him back on the mound late May. So what should we expect? Well, I think we should expect somebody who hopefully gives you 30 to 50 innings. That would be nice. 30 to 50 innings. And I say 30 to 50, I'm keeping it low. I'm being conservative here. Why? Because not only do I not want him to, uh, I don't think they're going to be like, hey, here's the ball, kid. You're the starter. Right. No, I think they're going to go back to 2018 and say, here's the ball in the second inning. Here's the ball in the third inning. Take us to the six. Yeah. And so that he's going to be a bulk guy again, which is great. I mean, you're, you're, you're just getting started back from team Tommy John. So I think that's why the innings will be reduced. Um, but I mean, hopefully uh, if we're talking numbers, dude, I just want him healthy. Yeah. Just no other setback. I don't care if the ERA is five. Because yeah. you can pay you can pay Waka and 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 other dudes to give you a five ERA for way much more money than what Yanni Torinos. Johnny Torinos just needs development, yeah. getting that 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 arm, some of that rust off it. Yeah, because he fractured his elbow while recovering from TJS. Uh, there's reports that he won't be available until the second half of the season. Mm. Who knows about all that? It could be late wow. May. It could be sometime after July, but we also have to keep into perspective that the Rays probably aren't going to try to rush him along considering he missed all of 2021 and he pitched all of 11 innings in 2020. 2020, So I wouldn't expect that Yanni Torinos is going to be averaging, you know, five innings per outing or anything like this, uh, anything like that, at least for this upcoming year. Uh, That brings up a good point though. You mentioned maybe somewhere in the range of 30 to 50 innings who pitches more this season for the Rays. Yanni Torinos or Tommy Romero? Ooh, that's a good one. I would almost, I would almost go towards Romero. I would, I would go Tommy. Yeah, I would go Tommy. Um, Not saying his numbers will be better right. than Yanni Torinos, but as far but as dependable, the, like here's the ball. Who do you know? The guy coming back from Tommy John, or the guy who's yeah. having a two forty ERA and four hundred plus innings in in minor leagues. So. God, it would be so nice. Maybe twenty twenty three to have. Vintage Yanni Torinos of hey 130 140 innings man that would be that would be a three five ERA the the fastball the the slider the change like he's when I he gets lost in the shuffle because of all the other names that we talked about and again he hasn't been a, a, available or been able it's to been post a in a while but if he can come back and provide a little something something that really would I mean, be helpful to the race you're talking about uh, rotate 2023 I, the 2022 season hasn't started but let's talk about 2023 anyway just for a little bit uh what you got glass now coming back you had a shane boss with a whole year you have a pro- probably a, a luis patino yeah. more veteran you got a shane mcclanahan more veteran uh luis uh, patino uh donny torinos brendan mckay is he going to be healthy i mean i would venture not but sure but you know it, it, they're very interesting names i mean tosh bradley is he knocking on, on the door in 2023 what if he does something yeah. really special this year which i mean if he dominates triple a what else does he need to to show uh in spring training to do yeah. to be a part of that 2023 rotation heck and, and going back to that gary sanchez conversation that that might be who the twins would ask for is a todd bradley like because <laughs> they do need pitching help they'd say right. hey give us yeah. bradley give us seth johnson give us somebody of that ilk and the Rays would probably say no we're not 
going to do that. But yeah. uh, maybe what Yanni Trinos needs to get back on track, maybe a built bar. I, it can't hurt, I would say. I don't think uh, it could ever hurt uh, to get a built bar. So what you need to do is pick delicious flavors. That's number one. Okay, what do you feel like? But it doesn't matter what flavor you pick. They're going to be delicious because why? They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, you heard me right. Every built bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. And they're also healthy too. They're good for you. Most Bill Bars have 130 to 180 calories. When you compare those to candy bars, any candy bar that has 200, 300 calories, the, the choice is rather smart, like maybe not putting Gary Sanchez behind the plate. Yeah, that's always the best. As Blake Snell uh, victoriously once said, yes. uh, he's got a cannon. Gary Sanchez has a cannon, but can't block a beach ball. A beach ball, the man said. Yeah. Listen to Snellzilla. So what you have to do is listen to us and go to Built.com. And when you go to Built.com and you pick all of your delicious flavors, because they're amazing, then you're going to use promo code LOCKED15. That promo code is going to get you 15% off on all of your order. So today, go to Built.com, choose all of your delicious flavors, then hit promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off at built.com. Okay. Uh, we answered Darren's question or questions. Now, let's move on to a little fun thing we have here. Uh, last night, we had our annual Locked On Rays. Well, it's our annual Locked On Rays Fantasy Baseball League. And we had, yes, staying innovation. Let's do it. Uh, we had Third our- annual. By the way, man, losing track of time. I know. Gosh, three years ago. It's like 30 years ago. <laughs> Pandemic uh, time. Yeah. Really ages you quick. Um, yeah. We're so, 63. Yeah. Yeah. We had, who knows, we might be, depending on how all this shakes out. Uh, we had our draft last night. Uh, and despite ESPN servers crapping out on us, and I guess the rest of the drafting populace, out there, we still managed to get through it. 20-team league. Yeah. 20 players per team. Yeah. Uh, we paired and parsed down the categories. So yes. it's not quite as extensive as it was last year. What do we have? About 9, 36 10. last year. Yeah. Last, so last. now it's about cut in half there. Yeah. So it makes it more manageable from that perspective. Um, it was fun, despite ESPN again not getting their uh, stuff together. You would think after what, uh, 15, 20 years of uh, doing <laughs> online drafts. And again, they've got a, they've got a great look and presentation, but uh, got to get the servers to work. I don't yeah, know what, what happens there, but that's the important part. I'd take better servers than yeah. not a good display. Yes. It, it wasn't me going in and trying to hack the system <laughs> and trying to gerrymander the results because I kind of got screwed because I, didn't necessarily want to draft. Uh, who did you? Who did ESPN draft for you? Because I also have a guy. That yeah, I think it was uh, Bassett. I think that's who they nailed. Who again? It could be worse players that they nail me with, but I got screwed too. Yeah, who'd you get? Musgrove. Okay. Um, I didn't want Musgrove. I know, and, and everybody on the chat was like, "Chill, he's gonna be good." And I'm yeah, like, "But in round five, do you really well, want him that early?" Yeah. Okay. So that's the thing. Uh, first off, Ulysses, you might have had the most interesting selection of the entire draft. My goodness. How come? I don't even know that. Why? You took Wander Franco, yes, number three overall. Number three overall. I have one. I had one chip. 
I have one chip to play. There's 20 teams. Yes. So who's going to go b- before me? Soto? Otani? Yes. And then what? With 17 other race fans, I'm going to let my chance to get Wander Franco? Mm-hmm. Oh, heck. No, I want all – well, actually, the first and second pick can get mad at me. They had their shot. So it's, you know, 17 other people yeah. that can get mad. Get mad. I got Wander. I got him. El Patron es mío. I'm happy about it. I just call that a successful evening for myself. Question. Yes. If you had the number one overall pick, would you have taken Wander Franco? I, I, you know, I had that thought. And, and I said, no, I would go Otani. Okay. Um, and honestly, I think it, sh- it shook out the top three, as you would expect in a race-only yes, fandom. Yes. Otani, everybody recognizes talent. Soto, everybody recognizes talent. And then Wander, everybody's a race fan. Yeah. Is it like, are you going to take Vlad Guerrero? Are you going to take Jose Ramirez? Then you get into more muddy waters. You know, Ronald Acuna and Fernando Tatis coming off injuries, uh-huh. dealing with their own issues. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you right now, if I had, if Wander Franco was still available at number five, yeah, I would have taken Wander Franco. I was so aggravated <laughs> at you that you took Wander. So my next question is, if you had the number two pick, yeah. and it was between Juan Soto and Wander, Wander Franco, say the number one still takes Shoei Otani. Yeah. Would you have taken Wander? Or would you have gone with Soto? Oh, that's like that. I, I, I would have, the server would have booted me out yeah, from not maybe. making a decision. Yeah, that's a tough decision. Because as a baseball fan, I'm like, duh, bro. So yeah. come on. Are you kidding me? But the race fan in me but is again, just like, I want Wander Franco on my team on a 20 team league with race fans. Full season of Wander. The Rays gave him an extension for a reason. Uh, it's a little good. bit tougher to find shortstops of that caliber compared to outfielders. Yes. So you could find your, yes. you know, you can find a good outfielder in round 10, 11. Yeah. That puts up really good numbers. Maybe not as good as Soto, but you can make it work one way or the other. So. I am going to commend you on that, sir. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. Do you want to run through? Do you have your uh, picks in front of you? you I do. You want to run through them quickly and, and share with the listeners? Go ahead. Okay. So catching a Salvi. Uh, first base, Aguilar. Second base, I got Cronenworth. I feel pretty good about that yeah. one. Uh, third base, Eduardo Escobar. Wonder Franco, shortstop. Mitch Hanniger, outfield. Tommy Pham. I'm, I'm rolling the dice with Tommy Pham. In that ballpark? Yeah. 20 home Tommy Pham's rolling the dice on Tommy Pham. Heard some <laughs> of his comments? <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, Harrison Bader, outfield, uh, Alejandro Kirk as my utility, Avi Garcia, and Garrett Cooper. Okay. And as my starters, I'll just give you my starters. Uh, Sandy Alcantara, Joe Musgrove. Oh, damn me, my ESPN yeah. server. Uh, Marcus Stroman, Alex Wood, and Drew Rasmussen. Drew Rasmussen. You really trust him to be a starter. Well, this is the thing. He was also tagged as a relief pitcher, and I was like, you know what? Okay. That would be helpful. That's fair. Yeah. That How about you? Um, speak of the devil, I got Gary Sanchez as my <laughs> catcher, believe it or not. Wow. This is this is fantastic. Yeah. We could not have uh, – So I really hope he, he you oh, know, wow. flips one on me. Okay. Uh, first base, Trey Mancini. Uh-huh, Second one. base, Jose Altuve, your favorite. Yep. Uh, third base, Jose Ramirez. Again, that was a fifth pick. That was really, I think, best player available. That's who I could really go with. Uh, shortstop, Marcus Simeon. Outfielders, uh, man, race fans won't be happy. Alex Vertugo, uh, Kike Hernandez, Wolf. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski. Utility, Josh Donaldson. Uh, my bench is Andrew McCutcheon and Jeremy Pena. 
Uh, Pena as a backup shortstop, perhaps. I might do some wiggling there. Uh, pitchers, Max Freed, Aroldis Chapman, Chris Bassett, Yusei Kikuchi, Chad Green. Again, a lot of Yankees and a yeah. lot of ALEs foes here. Uh, Liam Hendricks, Christian Javier, Eliezer Hernandez, and Bruzdar Gratterall. Those are my 20 Ooh. players. Very nice. I felt I had a really solid draft. Again, I, I never, it seems like when we do this league, yeah. I never wind up with any race players because the race players always get overdrafted. I agree with you. Look, I, if Wander was there at five, I would have, that would have been my like really only big reach, but it just, Hey, I had a pretty good year in fantasy last year. I wasn't yeah. as good as Zach Dab, but no. nobody was as yeah. good as Zach Dab. I came close. I came yeah. second, but who's keeping track of these things hey. anyway? Yes. Um, yes. Uh, well, you know what? Um, look at this. I, I got Jesus Luzardo too. Yeah. Cole Irvin and Colin Pochet, fr- friend of the program. Yes. I got our buddy, <laughs> Colin Pochet. So hopefully, man, I, I feel good about my draft yeah. too. I don't think it's a tremendous team. I feel like it's um well again, it's a 20 team league. Yeah. 20 players. It's not like every player is gonna be a stud. This isn't no. a 10 team league where you you're taking the best 12. Like there's some depth. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we did good with yeah. that. So we'll we'll see, man. I mean, I, I was surprised Garrett Cooper was. I'm still available. I think yeah. I got him as one of my last picks. Um, now, I will say this. Again, I could be totally wrong at this at the end of the year, but there were some head scratchers from oh not boy. necessarily you or me, but uh, from the listeners out there that participated in this draft. Who are we putting on the spotlight here? Uh, I've got about five five people that i got to put on the spotlight. Okay, guys. You signed <clears throat> up for this. Well, yeah. take it. Part who's, of the territory. Who's number one? Hey, you're you're playing in the big media market. That is the Lockdown Rays <laughs> That's right. fantasy baseball podcast. So you're about to feel like Gary Sanchez right now. Um, <laughs> Melissa Herrera taking Vidal Brujan in the eighth round. Eighth round, Melissa. Seventh overall. Which one? What, what's seventieth uh, overall? One hundred fifty seventh. One hundred fifty seventh. That's uh, bold. That's bold, yeah. Cotton. Like who I took in the eighth round was Josh Donaldson. For comparison's sake. Wow, she really believes in You in took Vidal. in the eighth round was Drew Rasmussen. Okay. Um, Austin Holloway taking Josh Lowe in the 12th, Hunter Green in the 13th, O'Neill Cruz in the 14th, and Bryson Stott in the 18th. Austin, this isn't a keeper league. Wow. This is not a keeper league. He's I really... know you love your prospects. Prospect hugger right here, Austin, Austin Holloway. Why are you prospect hugging right here? I know. Those are some reaches. Well, no, no. O'Neal Cruz is going to be. He's okay, right I get about that. But Josh Lowe in the 12th? Josh Lowe in Bryson the 12th. Bryson Stott? <sighs> yeah. I don't know what When do you think Josh Lowe is going to get the call-up? I mean, I don't know necessarily when he'll get the call-up. I just wonder about the playing time with so many, so much of a glut A lot of out traffic there. out there. Austin Meadows hasn't been traded yet. Yeah. Kevin Kiermaier hasn't been traded yet. I don't know. Let's Red see Phillips how- is on the roster still. So is Manny Margot. Let's see how that plays out for Austin. Okay. Who's next? Um, David Lopez. Okay. Taking Adley Rushman in the ninth round. Ooh. Okay. Again, well, there's a lot. You look at who's available. Yeah. With the, in the ninth round in that area. Again, Adley Rushman. I think he had some sort of injury setback. Too. Uh, not right a ma- triceps. Okay. Not a yeah. major thing, but yeah. for him to... Like there's other guys you should be people again, like their prospects. That's true. That's true. I think it it's to, you hear about a name, you keep hearing about it. You're like yes. I I also get it from this perspective. I want to jump in before somebody else's. I want to get in early. Mm-hmm. I want to get in early on Wander Franco. I mean, honestly, I can't really talk. Last year I literally did that with Wander Franco and Vidal Bruhan. Yeah. I got both of them like 
I don't know, in the 18th run or whatever it was. And you held on to Vidal. And I held on A little bit too long. Wander ended up working out for you in the second half of the season. Yeah, but but I should have let it go of Vidal early and, like, get somebody else. Yeah. Um, Zach Dabb taking Shane Boz in the fifth round. It's a little early. It's a bit early. Bit early. It's a bit early. And you know what sucked is that I wanted wanted Shane for my team because my team name is – Yeah. I – now, what what is your team name? Because I don't want to get in trouble here. It's it's at my team name. Yeah, and it it it's you will buzz my walls. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Well, it's 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 a it's a funny thing that you can is it say. A play on words, maybe. But you will buzz my walls. Yeah, I don't I don't want to touch that one. <laughs> I don't want to touch your walls. <laughs> Uh, mine is slap blank prospect. I think we all know what that means. Um, just, uh, ask uh, Blake Snell and Xavier Edwards about that one. Um, okay. Now here, this one takes the cake. Okay. This is number one on the, on the list. I think this is number one on the list. Um, and again, we know chase loves his players. Once he gets attached to a race player or players, it doesn't matter. He does not care. He throws the fantasy stuff out the window. He does. He's taking his dudes. He takes chase. (laughs) He takes Kevin Kiermeyer in the third round, Mike Zanino and Francisco Mejia and Brett Phillips in rounds five, six, and seven. Now, I will burn Chase on Kevin Kiermeyer because that is just a no-no in the yeah. third round. There's no defensive in the- stats in this uh, fantasy league. So there might have been last year, and even last year, that still wouldn't have been enough to yeah. make Kevin Kiermeyer a third round. Pick. That's a no-no. But the other two picks, I unfortunately have to excuse chase's behavior because even though we texted and and dm'd people and said hey it's back online when all that server thing went down chase did not check his phone oh okay and so he just left it and then later he was like wait what it fixed and we're like yeah it got fixed man so i will give him crap about kk in the third round but not everything else not brett phillips in the seventh well, it was already an automatic. He didn't. He didn't. So, but that means so he, did he had cued. Yeah, yeah. But so, don't cue Brett Phillips that early. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I okay. So partially him, and then yes. partially ESPN, ESPN stupid servers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one last thing. No, again, I think this is going to be a really blast of a uh, fantasy baseball league. And again, whoever wins the league will be a guest co-host for an episode of the Lockdown Rays podcast, like Zach Dabb was last year. I have I didn't really uh, take a look at his team, but I'm sure he's got a decent one. I'm sure I'm he'll... I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'm sure he'll uh, be in the running for yeah. sure. He's a pretty smart guy. So, uh, and again, say Ulysses and I finish first or second, then the third place team that is a listener gets to be on the show. So Correct. basically the, the highest finishing listener yes. of this league gets a part of it uh also one last thing i do want to know i want to give a shout out to blake hunt i went to a spring training game yeah been to so many spring training games more than i ever have in one season i think three it's crazy wow. when they when they when they tell you hey we only have you know three weeks of spring trains like i better get to some games then yeah. and really enjoy it maybe the lockout made me really miss baseball but uh, getting a triple to deep center field on saturday that was very very impressive for uh mr blake hunt and uh should have Talked to him after the game, but uh, had to leave a little bit prematurely. Uh, also, I will say uh, my buddies uh, Miller and Coors were occupying me a little bit, so I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. But, uh, Blake, congratulations to you on that triple. Nice, best, Blake. Best of luck to you this season. Also, we saw other friends of the program, uh, Greg Jones and Curtis Bean. So uh, there we go. Again, 
rising stars in the race organization. I wouldn't trade either one of those guys for Gary Sanchez, quite frankly. No, I w- uh, no, yeah. I would not. So but I'll keep it that short. Yes. No, I would not. Very good. Uh, all right. Thank you for making the Lockdown Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.